Good morning, everybody. How's everybody out there in Zoom land doing today? Welcome to a sophomore class slash junior class of our sales training class on today. And we are going to talk about today 10 reasons why entrepreneurs fail. I see some cheering. Come on, keep cheering. Yeah, I like that. Keep cheering. That's it. I love it. I love it. I love all that energy. I, I get, man, so happy and grateful. Yes, I'm, I'm, look, watch this, y'all. Check this out. Everybody got their book. Come on. Everybody put it up. Put it up. Come on, show it. Yeah, that's it. Show it, show it. Y'all, look, look, look what, look what we got today, y'all. Autographs. Hold on, y'all. Keep that up. Let me take me a screenshot. Of this. Yeah, let me take a screenshot. Everybody put the books up. Oh, there you go. So look at so that. All the way in the Maui. Yeah, that's there it. There you go. That's it. Got it. I got it. Thank y'all. Good promotional. <laughs> there he is. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Reverend, before you start, Reverend, can you give a shout out to Donna Ray, please, for me? Let's give a shout out to Donna Ray. Everybody, unmute their phone. Let me hear all the energy right now. I'll take the feedback. Great big shout out. Huge shout out to the one and the only Donna Ray. Yes, yes, we appreciate you. We, we, we truly adore you here at the ATS Business University. You are a true inspiration and a very powerful testimony for us here at the ATS Business University. We thank you for being a part of us, and we are very grateful to have you on the winning team. Go ahead. Thank you, and thank you for all being patient with me through my last several months. I'm working on it. Ah, you're you're doing awesome. You're doing awesome. We are grateful to have you. Every time you tune in, you get each and every one of us <laughs> excited because your story is so powerful. Yes, yes. And she's doing me a favor. I, I met in India. I met a pretty prominent guy from Saudi Arabia that is has a heart of gold, and he's also successful. And Donna will be meeting him in a few days. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he says, I'm, I'm going to Orlando. I said, excuse me? He says, do you have anyone out there in Orlando that is prominent? I said, excuse me? I had to, I had to, give, I had to give him my, my Jerome. Excuse me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I know, I know the person. Yes. Well, and thank you I for that connection. We're having yes, dinner yes. on Sunday, and I'm going to watch him speak on Monday. There it is. Do y'all see that? Do y'all see that? And let me just say one more thing. I, you know what? That's what I was going to say, because that's what Pamela Norris up here to my top left, I don't know how she is on y'all's stream, has been saying, hey, how can I help everyone? How can I help everyone? That's it right there. Okay, that's it right there. That's it right there. Networking, networking, networking. Brian, I'm sure somewhere in your phone call on some point, networking or working with people will come up in sales. You got it, sir. <laughs> he always give you that drop the mic moment and just throw it right back to you. Like he catch you all off guard. You have, you don't even know what to say. It's like, come on, dude, how am I gonna follow that? Like you, you just said something. We want, I, I wanted you to keep elaborating on that for a second and tell me the importance of networking, sir. You just gonna drop the mic and throw it back at me and say, hey, let's get back to the script. I know, Jerome. You see how you do it, Jerome? 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But yes, yes, guys. Welcome. Welcome to our sales training class on today. And we're going to go over 10 reasons. I, these, these are not my reasons. I'm, I'm not going to even lie to you. These are not my reasons. I went to my favorite search engine and I asked a question and the question was answered. I got some real good information as to 10 reasons why That's entrepreneurs. Right. And he showed them to me. What day did you send them to me? I sent them Saturday at about 9 p.m. Okay, great. And so we're going to talk about it because I got a lot to say about all 10 of them. Let's roll. Yes, that's why I did it just like that. Absolutely. I did it just like that because I knew that this, this guy was going to have a lot to be able to cover about that. So let's go ahead and rock and roll. This uh, Hewlett Packard is not letting me be great right now but let's go ahead and rock and roll and let's talk about these 10 reasons why us as entrepreneurs fail and i found myself maybe all 10 of these reasons and i'm sure you'll find yourself somewhere it's, it's not to beat you up it's not to tell you that you're sucking at what you're doing it's just to encourage you to keep moving forward encourage you to don't quit don't don't give up don't don't throw in the towel I, I understand that right now you may not be making any income but the income is coming in it, it's going to come in your ship will come in and just stay encouraged and keep moving forward this you the packer really sucks today while, while you're playing around with oh, no. go ahead john to, i wanted to yeah, go ahead john i'll try to look up i'll try to look it up too Brian. so i wanted to say uh, to stay encouraged because I built my first life coach website for someone else uh, and brought in some cash. And uh, I'll be reaching out to Phil and Suze to Phil and uh, them to uh, go over their website that I'm building for them in exchange for some awesome life coaching help that they're providing me. So. Patience That's awesome, is, man. Just keep going. That's awesome. Good job. Good job. Let's clap for money. We're going to always clap for money. Always. At every time. Every time. Brian, check line up. I sent it to you in line up. I sent okay, you so what you sent to me. It's in line yes, up. So that way you ain't got to worry about it. Is your line up working on your computer? I'm going to put it up. No. Now. I don't know what, what's the, yeah, it's on here. Line up is on here. I'm, I'm, let me go to it. Right. Well, I will take over until your stuff go ahead. The first one he has is not being smart enough. Okay. Is you pulled up yet, Brad? No, keep going. You 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 right on it. That, All right. it. Not being smart enough. Well, get ready. I'm gonna talk, but you finna present because I got plenty to say. Yes, sir. Now, of course, this isn't talking about IQ but an entrepreneurial IQ, that is a difference. How many, oh, let, I'm sorry, that was my presentation. I'm sorry. Let me just, let me just say what he got here. I was, I was going to go right into it. It's about a holistic understanding of situations. Many entrepreneurs understand their idea, but not the market that will accept or reject the idea. Nor do they understand how accidental, uncontrollable, unscheduled innovation actually works. 
or who the real competitors are. Often entrepreneurs have too little domain depth. They literally do not know what they're talking about, though they often talk a good game. Brian, can you do me a favor? There's plenty more here, but can you make this? Can you not do all 10 of these in one day? I knew so I, yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling it wasn't gonna make it. All right. all right, let's go for let's go for one or two a day, depending on let's let's not stretch it out. No busy work. But there's my presentation is so detailed. Let me just tell you. Let me keep going. They talk a good game. Many entrepreneurs is, is you up? Is it working? Your line up working? I'm I'm trying to get it, Doctor. It's the computer moves. All right. It's the, it's the computer moves slow. All right, and you yeah. on your phone on the finger. Right, no yeah. problem. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Many entrepreneurs. Well, this is this is actually part of entrepreneurs. Did we schedule for such a slow computer? Ouch. Is Ouch. It, he on his phone, so it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. It's not a problem. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me let me let me clarify that. That's not something you did wrong. And it's not. If anything, I need to just buy you a Mac. If anything, I'm the boss. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I wrong, know Shao Q okay? today, Reverend. I know Shao Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. But we just got four Macs. We only, I think we got to get four more. But anywho, the but this is part of the entrepreneurial problem. You got everything right. This man was prepared Saturday. You understand what I'm saying? He was prepared Saturday. And when it's time to make the sale, everything go wrong. That's the entrepreneur life. <laughs> yes. He did everything right. You understand what I'm saying? Like he did every single did a thing shot. right. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is, for real. <laughs> Many entrepreneurs fail because they are not actually entrepreneurs. And this, I'm gonna hang my hat right here. Mm. But some variation on the theme. Remind me when I get here to talk about Gary V and Tempest, because that's what I got in my presentation. Even worse. Are entrepreneurs who believe they're terrific at activities at which everyone believes they're horrible. If an entrepreneur is incapable of seeing what else and what everyone else sees, he or she is blind to success. That's 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 it right there. So what I want to do, Brian, is is your chat up on Zoom? Can you see if you can you access chat? Yeah, can you guys still see me on the camera? Yeah, yeah, we can still see you. So what yeah, I want to do sure. is, because I, I know you had plenty to say, so I'm going to copy and paste it there. Give me a second. Chat doesn't let you do too many characters. Copy and paste it there. And what you're going to do is do so your part. And then I'm coming right, right round. Rich around. Well, you know, in Texas, we don't really talk well. All right, there you go. Read and dominate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He he literally just 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 read it, and here's what I want to add to that is because it says the the part that I I love the most is that often entrepreneurs have too little domain debt they literally do not know what they're talking about and i wanted to say in order to be successful as an entrepreneur you have to study your craft 
you you have to study your field. You you have to be a master is a is a word that Antonio tells us around here often is that you have to master who you are because if you don't master who you are your customers will not believe in you and you cannot sell to that customer what's the number one rule of sales you have to make your customer want your product more than they want their money how can i make you want my product more than you want my money more than you want your own money is that I have to show and prove to you that there is nothing you can tell me about the field that I'm in because I am a master of it and I study masters of it. And because I study masters of it, that makes me twice the master that they are. Antonio told me a long time ago, as he was walking me through the process of training me and grooming me to become the pastor of, 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 of his baby, to, to become the father of his baby uh, and, and carry his legacy as he was grooming and training me. He used to always say, I'm gonna make you two times better than me. I'm gonna make you twice as better than I am. And I used to wanna like, dude, you know everything, you have everything, you already are mastering your field, so how are you gonna make me two times better than you? He said, you know what you know. And I'm going to teach you everything I know that automatically makes you better twice better than I am. And you know what you know. And the masters in which you study know what they know. So that automatically makes you twice as better than the people you're studying from. Because if you're not a master in your field, all you're going to do is talk and give a bunch of fluff. And the people are not going to purchase anything from you because they don't believe in who you are. They don't even believe that you believe in the business in which you have. Brian, let me say something here real, real quick. Go ahead. Not only is he absolutely correct, I've once told you all alone, so actually, if you read So Happy and Grateful, didn't mean to plug it, but, you know, since I am a salesperson, if you read So Happy and Grateful, you'll see that it's, it's all about the universal laws, and I'm really big on that. Those, in fact, everyone write this down, because I've, Brian just said the smartest thing I have ever heard him say, which happened to be quote me. So I guess, I guess that's pretty vain of me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> write this down. Those who are successful, uh, okay, that, that are vain, uh, uh, celebrate that are vain me. in me. Let me celebrate. Uh, me. Oh, okay. Good job. <laughs> Those who are successful are constantly aligned with the laws, with the universal laws of success. Those who are successful are constantly in alignment with the universal laws of success. Now, let's write the adverse or the other end of the spectrum. Those who are not successful are constantly out of alignment with the universal laws of success. It is that simple. Those who are not successful are constantly out of alignment with the universal laws of success. Two real quick things. 
those who mix, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm in alignment, sometimes I'm not alignment. Those who mix being in harmony and being in disharmony automatically default to unsuccessful. Because there is no such thing as kinda in harmony. Can I add something to that? Mm-hmm. So a way or, or a way that I know that I'm in harmony and getting in harmony is the small little test of you go to a very busy shopping center and you tell yourself, I'm gonna get a parking place up close. And from that point on, every time you go shopping, you get that parking place up close. And I find that that is happening to me all the time. And if I go somewhere where it doesn't happen, the next place, it's like the universe says, here's three parking places, pick yours. We're sorry we couldn't get you the one you wanted before, but here's three. To pick. <laughs> Boy, I like the way you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> my bad his abundance just go ahead and choose i sure appreciate that good job bryant oh he says up and running now good i want yes, you sir. to repeat the last thing you said and i'm gonna tie a bow on why i said the universal laws of success hopefully you i was like zone. what was the last thing i said i was gonna say hopefully you don't like talisha <laughs> And you'll go to be like, don't ask me to repeat, Antonio. <laughs> Small business owners wear a lot of hats. And while some hats are great, others like the filing taxes and running payroll hat, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Oh, and you get direct access to certified HR experts too. As a bonus, listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. This is one hat you're going to be glad you gave up. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash B2B. That's gusto.com slash B2B. I, I was All right. at that moment. <laughs> um, you were saying how I was twice, I'm going to teach you how to be twice as good, yes, good et cetera. Thank you. Thank and you. this is the purpose of life. I wanted to, okay, let, me, let me back it up. Brian was saying how he's now living in his purpose and his dreams because I groomed him and made him, catch it, better than me. This is the most basic, let me use a different word, the most fundamental, which means more than basic. It means the foundation of success. The carbon-based creatures have two purposes in life. Am I making an assumption by... Everyone knows what I mean by carbon-based? Yes. That's okay. Ray says probably. She says, I do math over here. Anything that you know as living that came from stardust or soil, it doesn't matter because the soil came from stardust, but we'll leave that alone. Us. 
germs, bacteria, viruses, leaves, wine, grapes. You understand? Stuff that is living. If it's alive, even if it's a single cell organism or a multi-cell organism, it's carbon-based. Carbon, we're breathing carbon right now. Every carbon-based creature on planet Earth has two purposes. Number one, live. This is why your body in a coma will consider you a massive success as long as you are alive. Your brain will consider you at genius level as long as you are alive. This is why we have to redefine what prosperity is, not just being alive, but, you know, et cetera. The second thing a carbon-based creature must do, you have no choice, is to pass on information to the next generation so it can survive better than you survive. It's the only two purposes of carbon-based creatures. Plants. Okay, Deanna just had a light bulb go off, so we're going to hear from her. Plants replicate themselves so they can survive for the next winter that comes, the next rain fire, the next rainforest fire. Do you understand what I'm saying? Earthworms replicate themselves asexually without sex, just like plants. Human beings have children. Our only per viruses are so fantastic, we have no cure for them. Bacteria, so fantastic that every time we hit them with a, what you call it, when you get some. You go to the doctor, antibiotics. Every time we hit them with antibiotics, they die, but the few that remain replicate themselves, and that's why you now know the term drug-resistant bacteria. Who's heard of that? Because that bacteria has evolved to take out your amoxicillin. So when Bryant said, Antonio T. Smith Jr. replicated himself and made a smarter version. It explains my success. And if you entrepreneurs are not replicating yourselves, that explains your bank account. Sorry for the drop the mic moment, Brian, but I am I knew it. I, I, I knew it was coming back. <laughs> I, I knew it. I, I was ready for it this time. I felt it. I, I felt it in the heavens. The, the, the heavens told me, get ready. Here it come. Uh, I can hear you. Oh. Um, so, look, watch this. As a matter of fact, to, to, to even go deeper, but, or, or to say this in, to bring more to what he's saying is that we reread it, right? We've read it. I'm, if you've ever listened to the audio version of Think and Grow Rich, you know, and, you know, the audio book is a lot different from the book book because it tells you stuff that the author, it talks about the author 
during the audio version of the book. And if you've ever listened to the audio version of the book, there was one thing that Andrew Carnegie told Napoleon Hill. Only one thing he requested that he do. When you find out what the secret is, share it to someone else. When you, when you find out how to think and grow rich, teach someone else the same thing. That was his only request. His only request was that you share it with someone else. All your schools of thought say the same thing. Your, your Bible says, go teach all nations. Your, 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 your schools say, go teach somebody else or mentor and help somebody else. Your, your companies say, ensure that your people under you you put your, as a leader, you put yourself inside of your followers. Everything say the same thing. Why don't your business, why is not your business doing the same thing? See, you, we, we, we know it. We say it, but we're not doing it. And, and I, well, I'm going to be who I am. So, yeah, let's go to the Bible. It says when you know better, you do better. And once it comes into your awareness of you knowing it, now you are held accountable to do it. Again, guys, I'm talking to me. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to me. Y'all listen to a conversation I'm having with me. I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now, and I'm telling Brian, the reason your bank account is not as successful as you want it to be or you desire it to be is because you are knowing but you're not doing it. And in order to be successful, you got to stop knowing and start doing. See, only smart people, super smart people, only know-it-alls live in poverty. But the doers live in prosperity. You name me one doer that's not in prosperity. I'll show you 10 knowers that's in poverty. See, because when you know everything and don't do anything, that means you're not worth anything. And, and, and we continuously create shades of gray. We, we, we continuously create I'm about to moments. We, could, we continuously create in our mind as long as I'm trying, I'm doing something. No, as long as you're trying, you're going to keep trying. But if you don't, when you do is when you become. See, one thing Antonio got me on, I, I don't even know if he noticed it, but one thing he got me big on is actually universal law. Because when he started teaching and telling me about universal laws, I started equating them to the Bible. And it makes sense. Every universal law is biblical. I mean, it's, it's part of life. It's part of every area of life. And lately, I've been on the law of belief. And if I believe that I'm going to try, I'm going to keep getting a try. You only get what you believe in with emotions behind it. If I'm going to believe I'm successful, I'm going to put in the work to be successful, and my emotions are going to follow the work that I'm putting in, so I'm going to obtain success. But the reason entrepreneurs are failing is because they don't even believe that they can be successful in entrepreneurship. You, you, you're an entrepreneur, but you're not an entrepreneur because you don't even believe that you're successful in entrepreneurship. It go, goes back to the point. Matter of fact, Antonio said he wanted to, lay, he, he wanted to hang his hat on this one. So I'm, I'm saying, get ready to go to your doc where you wanted to hang your hat at. It says, entrepreneurs fail 
because they're not actually entrepreneurs, but some variation on the scene. Antonio, could you elaborate on that for us, please, sir? Yes, I still have plenty more to say everywhere else, but since the universe brought you here, Tempest S. Smith, the great philosopher of the 21st century, <laughs> she says entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs are former employees that went from living check to check now to customer to customer. Ooh, Ooh that hurt so bad. <laughs> Point a lot with from a when you have the check to check, it's not even a mindset, it is a mindset, but it's more than that. When check to check is your very being, your business is going to run the same way. How many of you right now, you're graphic designers, but if you don't have no customer, you ain't got no money. Your speakers, but if you're not speaking, you don't have no money. This is this is this is what this is why the first thing I teach is how not to be member funded. It's the first thing I teach. Whenever y'all ask me something, y'all go, listen, man, but I just want to get engagements. And I'm like, you're right. Here's how you do that. But you missed the concept of how about you develop a product and a business system and serve people so you don't have to be dependent upon engagements. Engagements just become lead generation. I've got so many different contacts in India. I threw down on one. It was just lead generation. By the time I was done with my keynote in India, I had to take nearly, I don't know, 27 selfies. Well, not selfies, you know, pictures and stuff. And, oh, my God, this, this, the, the, the vice president of the actual event ran up to me and was like, hey, man, I got to add you on LinkedIn. Sure, no problem. He immediately added me on, added me on LinkedIn, and it started this whole, everyone else added me on LinkedIn. They're all contact now. And LinkedIn is my number one platform. It's not Facebook. LinkedIn is where I, I, I go in on LinkedIn. And here's the point. That was all lead generation for me. That was not make or break. That was not income. It was simply lead generation because I make money from just opening my mouth I don't make money speaking if my very voice is tied into business systems. Whether I go to India or not, a check will be cashed. <clears throat> Remember that. Because that's at the heart of this statement. Brad, can you read it again for me for dramatic effect? Oh, yes, by all means, sir. It says, <clears throat> hold on, here we go. Let me get real dramatic with it. Yeah. 
it's no problem. You, you, you keep keep looking at that real quick. Let me re, let me repeat or let me state originally James Earl Jackson's question. I really can't can't say James. Let's say James Earl Jackson. We <laughs> really have to. Antonio. Oh, here we go. Yes, here we go. Yes, sir, Jerome. Can I ask you a question? Uh, indeed. I knew you went to India uh -huh. to be honored. Okay. Yep. So how in the world do you go to a place to be honored, acknowledged, and and get, get all these accolades, and you still doing a keynote? How do you do that? <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's actually part of my mentality. Here's how it happened. I dominated in email first. That's actually how it happened. Everyone else waits to show up, but I am always showing up before I show up. I, this is how it happened. I'll give you the exact story. I flew out to San Diego to do a podcast. This guy comes out. He's this. He's this old. And I, in fact, let me say it. Let me say it as disrespectfully as possible, because this is the way. This is the way most would have perceived it, but I didn't. He is this old, unassuming, unattractive, soft-voiced white man walks up on me. Okay. This is how most would have perceived it. And, he, and he's like 5'4". Like 70 years old, 5'4". You know, he, he's like, he's, he, you know, he, he's not driving a Ferrari or something like that or whatever. And if he, and if he does get a Ferrari, all of you are going to say, he's going to be like Christ, right? You, you're just never going to give him his props. He's one of those people that no matter what he does, it's wrong. I love him. As soon as, I, as soon as I see him, hey, I was just trying to get in touch with you. I say, really? Yeah. I was trying to Skype you. Oh, well, my phone was in my pocket. I was walking upstairs. You didn't need to Skype. I flew in. You flew in? Well, yeah. If you're going to invite me on a radio, I'm not going to Skype in. That's rude. I like that. I like you. You like me? I do. Oh, great. Oh, good. That's really good to hear. It's really good to hear. By the way, I went on your website. Did you know one of your websites was down? I said, you know what? Sure was. We deactivated it because it had a flaw in it. Did you go to the other one? No. Let me write that down for you. Oh, great. Wrote that down. Man, this is amazing. You got a business card? Sure do. Gave my business card. Hey, by the way, can I do something for you before I get on the radio? Uh-oh. That's that question I got Jerome, right? Uh-oh. No, he did. <laughs> right? And then the guy goes, by the way, I own the radio station. Y'all missed it. <laughs> you missed it. The whole time I'm talking to the dude who owned the whole radio station. Had no idea. Had no idea. I had no idea this guy owns the radio station. I had no idea. <laughs> he owns the whole radio station. And he was working for it for years, and it kind of just fell into his lap. And it was like selling it. He was like, well, I don't want it to close. I'll just buy it myself. And then he says, this is that, I kind of what Pam Norris says now. He asked for advice. And I went, well, yeah. And I dumped off some advice real quick. 
because, you know, I got the podcast stuff. He went, whoa, I never thought about that. I went, well, that's my job, right? <laughs> and we went in there, we did the show, came back out. He says, man, you're so amazing. I love your presence, your everything, et cetera. I've got a contact. I really need you to meet. Well, Wade, I'd like to meet us. That's the thing. Then we're good. I'll tell you what, I'll email you right now. Before I hit the plane, I got an email from Miss Nina, excuse me, from Nina Gordon. That's it. Nina emails me. Hey, heard a lot about you, you know, et cetera. My perception says Nina, 21, 22 years old, and she lives in India. And she said, this is my Indian contact, not a problem. So I'm thinking, she's emailing real quick. Her responses are very fast. She's got to be glued to her phone. Some millennial. All right, Nina, let me show you some love. So I showed Nina some love. Nina says, can I get some of your keynotes? Sure, Nina, you can. And I just go randomly pick keynotes because I work hard on everything. So I know if I randomly pick some, I, I know I'm going to represent myself the way I want to. She goes, wow, these are great. She watches all three. So I said, oh, you're definitely young, this, this lady. You watch all three of these hour-long keynotes, you have no time <laughs> but to have time. She does that, and then boom. She says, you got any more? I sent her one more. She says, listen, I'm, 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 I'm attempting to fit you into India. Really, India? Wait a minute now. And this is like July. Wait, wait a minute now. Um, what you need? And she says, well, it's a human resources. I said, say no more, Nina. I'll write you one right now. And I literally, in 15 minutes, wrote a keynote, emailed it to her, said, what about this? So I, haven't, I don't have one on human resources, but I don't repeat keynotes. Does this fit? She says, great, it does. And I love how you did that. I want to shoot one more email. Then she emails me to this guy that doesn't even have a name. His email is like RL2. All right, this guy. This guy looks at all the emails. I mean, look, look, he goes back, read, and then he goes, you, I've heard of you. And I just why I just Googled you, and I, I've heard of you already. I heard of you. I'm going to award you. You're top 101 global trading. It's relevant to buy. That's exactly how this happened. Exactly how this happened. And, and then he said, I just read this keynote. It's amazing. You just wrote it? Well, yes, sir. I sure did. I need you to do a keynote for me on the main stage. Well, I could do that. No problem. Didn't think nothing of it. Boom. Then Tempest, with her nosy self, <laughs> goes and looks up the names of the people I'm talking to. Looks up the email, looks up the name. Apparently, Nina Gordon is on the board. She's in her 80s. She's not a millennial. Wow. I'm talking to one of the decision makers of this 3,000-person event. And the guy she emailed me to was the president and CEO. So the whole time I'm talking, I'm talking to decision maker after decision maker 
just simply being kind and nice, as I always do. Because Jerome asks, how do you dominate on stage? I dominated an email first. Before I ever got on stage, I treated people like they were the most important thing I've done all day. An email, at the radio, everything. They paid for this five-star hotel. The car, it was a, I was in a Mercedes Benz in India. Pay for everything. Everything. It was to the, to, in American dollars, it would have been $3,000 worth of just hotel stay. Just honestly. All because I'm an entrepreneur. Everybody to me is a CEO. Everybody. Because I understand fundamentally one thing that I wish more entrepreneurs would, would, would understand. Yeah, you're trying to get to Donna Ray, but Donna Ray has an assistant that you better be nice to. Or you will never get to Donna Ray because Donna Ray don't play that. Am I making some sense? Say, Brian, I purposely did not leave you at a drop in the mic moment. That was on purpose. But that answers this question, okay? <laughs> answers this question. James Earl Jackson asks about business systems. A system is something that does not rely on people, but people use it and get plugged into it. And business is business, right? You want to have your stuff set up in which it doesn't rely on people. It relies on the systems and you plug the people into the system. That's a business system. Okay, Brian? Can we say the university is a business oh. system? Oh, yeah. This is everything I've ever seen for me is a system. It is why I can walk away and it gets better. It's why I can travel. If it wasn't a system, I'm like, I'm always gone. Even my church was a system. I'm always gone. But it still runs as if I'm right there. It actually runs better when I'm not here. <laughs> it, 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 it really does. It, it really does. It runs better when I'm not here. Because what happens is you have, they want to serve me or I'll talk and see something. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's slow down for a second. Let's do this. Let's, everybody, you know, then I got to go into teaching mode. It actually works better when I'm not here. You ever been to church and pastor wasn't there? And the social minister preached and the choir sang and church, church was like, good. 55% shorter. 55% shorter. And a whole lot more powerful. Yeah. And a whole lot more powerful. Okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's how it works when I'm not here. They get in, they get out, they eat their little cheese sandwiches, and they go home. Right? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. That's a system. And I, I'm, I'm really good at them. But it's Robert Kiyosaki that first introduced me. Well, it's the Army that introduced it to me. But it's Robert Kiyosaki that made me understand it in business. He was explaining that if you have a, if you have a business, but you can't leave it, you don't have a bit, you're not a business owner, you're self-employed. Cash flow quadrant. 
You should definitely read it if you haven't. Brian, I think I just, <clears throat> Antonio taught me that and allowed me to access to Matthew Knows. You might want to get Deanna to break that down. But you ain't think I read that too? Come on, Deanna. Come on, tell that testimony. I had a client, when I was in music artist management, I had a client get signed to, what's the name that I said? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. To Matthew Knows label. Music world. Thank you. Music world. To music world label. I'm so sorry. But the way I got access to Mr. Knows, I, I had access to Mr. Knows that most people did not have access in regards to sitting in his office doing during meetings for a client that he did have that was traveling a lot um being on conference calls i had i had more access to him as an intern than normal interns would get and that's because matthew knows is beyonce knows father he, Matthew knows managed Destiny's Child that got right. them to where they went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's responsible for their fame. Yeah, he's responsible for Destiny's Child's fame, his daughter, <laughs> Beyonce Knowles, and, and so forth. Antonio told me, be nice to okay. his assistant. She is his gatekeeper. Because of that, she and she actually told me she said normally i don't respond to certain emails but when i saw your email something told me to respond to it so first thing he told me was be myself when i sent the email don't be all business like just be myself yeah. that's the first thing he told me second thing he told me was be nice <laughs> so in the email i responded to her with an understanding of i know you're busy because of the person you you are in charge of you're in charge of his life which once I met her and saw what she does, she's literally in charge of his life, not just his business life, his personal life too. So she, so she is his gatekeeper, like from personal life to business life to whatever it is, she is his gatekeeper because I was nice to her, because I served her and not tried to use her to get to him. She allowed me access to him that nobody else could get. She told me, hey, because there was a point in time I couldn't reach him regarding my client. She told me, hey, look, he's been really busy. He's been this, he's been that. But if you just show up at this time, I will make sure you get in to speak with him. I showed up at that time with donuts, by the way, because you know everybody loves donuts. <laughs> I showed up at that time with donuts, gave her a donut, gave the other young lady in there that, had, that was working with them donuts. And then when he showed up, she was like, hey, give me one second, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna go into the office. And as soon as I open this door, I want you to get up and come in. I heard her talk, she said, yeah, by the way, uh, Gianna is here to speak with you. And she said, come on, I walked right in, she, and I grabbed the donuts on my way and I say, oh, Mr. Knows, I got some donuts, you know, if you, oh, he said, oh, thank you. Walked in, sat down, and that's when we had our conversation and that's how I got my internship. All because Antonio taught me, be nice to the gatekeeper. Wait, stop right there. You Let's get access to person. <laughs> be nice to the gatekeeper and you will get access to the, to the decision maker. When in all actuality, the gatekeeper was the decision maker. The gatekeeper was the person who scheduled the appointments. The gatekeeper was the person who said, this is who you see, this is who you don't see. The gatekeeper was the person that said, hey, I want her on my team 
when they shifted offices because I was nice to the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper made sure I still had access to what I needed. She told, she told him, Hey, I don't want to go forward with anything unless D is a part of my, is a part of my team because I was nice to the gatekeeper. Listen to Antonio when he say, be nice to the gatekeeper or you will not get anywhere with the decision maker. Let me, let, me, let me say one thing real quick. Antonio, Antonio, Antonio. Yes. Let me say something, please, sir. Yeah, go ahead, because I'm going to call on Tempest. Tempest, get ready. Please, please don't forget what Antonio said about the radio station. He didn't know he was talking to the owner. Be nice to everybody. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. You just don't know who you're talking to. Respect everybody you're talking to. And they'll show respect back to you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because I sure not didn't expect the guy who owned the radio station to walk up to me first. Come on. That doesn't make sense. Tempest, you there? Well, I know you're there, but are you in a position to talk? <coughs> yes. Outstanding. Tempest is about to add the best <clears throat> value of all. Phyllis Wright, we are all one. This is Guy. His name is irrelevant. I was going to invest in a company or etc. He emailed last night, Tempest, if you want to get on the page. And I was really thinking about it. Actually, no, I was in. I was in. I was going to meet him and everything. And he kept, he kept giving me these little signs of, you know, this dude's, you know, and this is a million dollar company. You know, he, this dude is, you know, he ran out of funding. And that's what I do. Then he's rude to Tempest. Mm -hmm. Piss me off. That's a big no no. Oh, let me tell you now. He well, he 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 treated. There's just two things going on here. When when I first got connected to Tempest, she made me administrative, uh, pro administrative as possible. And, you know. We're not just secretaries. That's how she started off. We're, we're people, and, you know, and, and we do so much. And, and I bought into it immediately because you're right, because I knew how much I kept telling other dudes. So I knew it was true. And et cetera. And I had him, listen, go with her. She knows my whole schedule. I didn't introduce her as my business partner. I just said, she knows my schedule. And then he is rude to her and says, Something to the effect of, listen, I don't need to talk to you. I need to talk to Antonio. Right here, I will pause. Did he just lose? Okay. Tempest, would you pick up from here and do two things for me? You can do whatever you want, but do at least these two things. Explain to them his position now and how I don't even talk to him. You do. And then explain to them how regretful he is. Go ahead. And you can do whatever you want to do in that conversation. Uh, so the quote that he said was, I don't deal with people like you, is what he uh -oh. said to me. And hmm. uh -oh. because you don't deal with people like me, then you don't get access to the person you think you're supposed to have access to. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I was, I wasn't offended because I'm deep into this. Like I deal with people like that 
every day. There's every day somebody is coming at me sideways because of what they assume my position is. And I just learned to let people be people because the harvest gonna show up on your side and the harvest gonna show up on my side. So the oh, guy who mm. said the guy who said I don't deal with people like you has been emailing I I guess for like a year now. A wants year to now. meet with Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Wants to meet with Antonio and he's always busy every day. I mean he is busy every day, but he is busy every day in my responses. To the point to where I told him, he doesn't even want to deal with you. You might as well stop emailing. And the guy is so apologetic now. And so, oh, my God, I need to meet with him. But he has no idea he'll never get a meeting because he don't deal with people like Tempest. So I'm just, mm. just going to say this, and then I'm going back on mute. Y'all need to stop mistreating people because you don't know who people are. Nobody mm. knows the access that I have to Antonio. Nobody knows that I can shut you down in a heartbeat because heartbeat. you don't deserve that access. But I watch people, mm. not just in emails, I watch people <coughs> on social media because access to Antonio is access to me. And I don't want mm. everybody in my garden. I don't want everybody's seeds planted around me. So if you're not right, because I'm an observer, but I don't, I observe more than what people think I observe. If you ain't right with yourself, you will never get access because I don't need your energy blocking my blessings, blocking me from doing the things that I want to do. Mm. Oh, okay, right. four things. I got four things. I hope I'm going to do my best to remember Access to Antonio is access to me. I never thought about that a day in my life until she just said it. That was real. Yeah, I should probably think about that with everyone else that has executive assistants, et cetera. Num that, that was like number four. Number one is please know that when he sent that email, I jumped in. It's a shared email. It's a shared email. I jumped in. And I said, hey, that's not just my assistant. That is my business partner. She started off as my assistant, but now she owns this company. So please know that even I jumped in. He also had, number two, he also had this concept how he could help me. Oh, man, I could do because my, my following a year ago and my following today are not the same thing. They're not. It's been a mediocre, I'm not meaning, meteoric rise. They're not the same thing. Last year, he looked at 3,000 followers on Facebook and LinkedIn. He's like, I can help you do this and then this. And he's had to watch this pop. He, he understood at first he was trying to get to me because I knew Les Brown. Now he's trying to get to me, not Les Brown. You, you understand? He was using me to get to Les. And then he finds out who I was. Now he's trying to get to me. 
And lastly, which is probably the most brilliant thing of all of it, do you know how much influence and money I would lose if I said 10% of a meat? You're not even processing at this point the dude was so rude and has continuously been, even in his apologetic state, I would lose influence. And as leaders, the only thing you have is influence. You don't have anything else. The moment you lose influence, you lose everything. I would lose influence. Antonio, Tempest. Antonio, why don't you, you call me, dog? Why don't you call me, dog? Why don't you call me, dog? You show right. You show right. You show right. You show right. He messed with so right. I, he messed with he did. Tempest? He did. He don't deal with people like her. <laughs> he don't deal with people like her. See, that's not entrepreneur. That's not, you, you understand what I'm saying? Tempest, if I, let's say, <clears throat> let's do two things real quick. If I would have never emailed him and corrected him, and if I was to allow his disrespect to say, well, you know what? We just gonna take the money anyway, Tempest. As a person, what actually this side as a person, as an as someone who I'm not sure how to as an executive assistant, not to take away your business partners, but she's she's very unique in this because not there's no I can't think of anyone that's become like that. But as an executive assistant, how would that mess up me and your relationship? I, I want to show y'all something. Um, I would be here, but I wouldn't be here for you. I would just show up to work. Wow, that was deep. I didn't expect it to be that deep. Mm -hmm. Please know that people like when you find a good one, you can't let it go. It's hard to replace people who run your schedules and know how to sign your signature. And it's like, yo, it looks exactly like it. It's hard. Not out loud, Antonio. Yeah. Oh, not out loud? Oh, okay. I'm admitting to felonies while I record. All right. <laughs> Hard to find such things. It really is. It really, really is. Why would I? And then if you are Bryant, Michelle, Deanna, and Grace, who is the heart of this company? Tempest. Tempest. <clears throat> Tempest. Tempest is the circle. She makes this thing move. Tempest. When Tempest quit, it's we all sad. Like, oh man, it's it's you feel it. it oh man, it, it, it's it's terrible. It, it, it she is, quit for. She got mad at me and quit. Oh man, it's terrible. Oh, that was the worst day of my life. <laughs> oh, that was the worst time of my life. Oh God. See it? See it? Now, why would I ruin? all of this to go make some money over there. Old folk in Texas while playing dominoes have a safe. Oh, I was just going to say that. All money all ain't money. good money. <laughs> there it is. All money ain't good money. Y'all know about those no dominoes. You got to come down south. We'll, we'll teach you. We'll, we'll teach you about some dominoes. <laughs> Thank you, Tempest. Thank you. That, that proves that.
Now, last thing I want to say about this entrepreneur statement. I quoted Tempest. Now, here's Gary V. Gary V, and I agree with Gary V. Everybody's not an entrepreneur. You're just not. You're just not an entrepreneur. You are something. You got the entrepreneur bug because it's hot right now, like rap was in the 90s. Everybody was a rapper. It had, you know, it was white kids in Nebraska were gangster rappers. K-pop took off. This is dead serious. They popped locking in, in Korea in the 90s. I mean, it was just, you know, everybody was a rapper. Everybody was hip-hop. Everybody's an entrepreneur now. It's cool. It's a cool thing to do. But I have a belief, and this isn't facts. This facts in my experience, which makes it very subjective. Entrepreneurs must take massive amounts of pain. And if you, if you don't have it in you to take massive amounts of pain, I don't mean a lot of pain. I mean the pain that kills you. You quit on yourself. You're ready to die. You walk the streets hoping somebody knock your head off so you can. And somehow you pick yourself back up the next day and start all over again. The pain that wakes you up out your sleep at three in the morning and says, Pamela, you ain't did nothing today. And you know doggone well you worked your fingers to the bone. That pain, the pain that makes you continuously post those videos and nobody's watching. I'm, I'm going to talk real now. That, 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 you know that pain when you post that post? And you look an hour later and nobody liked it, that pain that comes, come don't don't act like let me talk to some real folk. Let me talk to some real folk. And then you're like, man, that pain that makes you go, let me delete this real quick. So nobody see this. Let me delete it. Maybe if I repost it. And that pain that you know it's gonna be six more months of this. Nobody's following me, but I keep doing these videos. That pain that when the next time it's time you do that video in the back of your brain go, ain't nobody listening to you. You should have stayed an employee. Your license got cut off. That pain that happens when your lights actually get cut off. Talk, Reverend. And you automatically tie your value to your ability to pay your bills. I wish I had some folks. If you can't handle that and your wife leaving you, and your husband leaving you because, and I quote, because we've all heard it, you care about your dream more than you care about me. You care about your team more than you care about me. Anybody ever heard that before? Wish Reverend, Reverend, if Reverend. you can't handle that, That's them comments, you're man. not an entrepreneur. That's you're not an comments. entrepreneur. You're not an entrepreneur. And they always flick comments, too. Ooh, them damn slick comments. <laughs> <laughs> they always slick. It greased up real nice. So I completely agree with this. You have to be. It, it, it's, it's when your mama, who you know supposed to love you and support you, but telling you go get a job. Come on now. I'm talking to some folks. I ain't got that problem, but some of y'all do. You know what I'm talking about? Or every time you open up that book to read, your boyfriend get in an argument with you because he don't want you better than him. 
or that bougie aunt. I thought you. I thought you started a business. When that speaking thing go work for you? Ooh. Oh, you went and got you a job to support your business, huh? Come on now. It gets like that. The actor that had to go get a job at Trader Joe's just to pay some bills. It, it gets like that. It gets like that because before the riches come, massive poverty must come. And if you can't handle, last one, looking like you made a mistake to poor people, to people who don't get it, to sheep, to cows that just graze grass, waiting to be slaughtered by the oppressors, you never look like you made it. If you can't handle riding around in a Honda Civic and you're supposed to be this big millionaire maker, if you can't handle that, you ain't an entrepreneur. Brian? That's a mic drop. That was a mic drop? Oh, my bad. Yeah, that was absolutely a mic drop. <laughs> I've been I'll, trained I'll, since I'll, I was I'll 16. You can plant better. You can do dominate. That was awesome. Now, now to cap off everything that everybody was saying, Brian going to be Brian. Double certified going to be double certified. The Bible say, be careful who you entertain. Because sometimes you entertain angels unaware. You can't, you can't treat people like the poop emoji and expect to get treated like royalty. What you, well, what you put out to people, expect them to put it out to you. What, what, if you treat people bad, expect them to treat you bad. Because amen. For, for, first of all, you don't talk to Tempest like that. First of all, I'm I'm ready to fight. I'm I'm I I'm just finding out about this, and I'm trying to calm down to not being hot. Hold what you got. Go Hold what you got. Hold what you got. Baptist preachers in a minute, but you <laughs> you better watch how you come at Tempest. And my pastor, you better watch how you come at him too. I'm 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 just saying. I'm 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 a real Baptist preacher. Watch. How, how you come at my petty partner because we can get real we'll, we'll we it could get real real like that shirt say i'm saved but you still could catch these hands mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yes you can <laughs> help of lord help of lord you just look every every ballot christian out there you so just got a dance you know the balance was how they still listen oh, yeah. to Luther. Yeah, and yeah. amazing grace. The know, big Luther, you know. not the little Luther. The big Luther. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, help them, Lord. Absolutely. But that statement, that 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 statement. I mean, the sentence for the dramatic effect. Many entrepreneurs fail because they are not actually entrepreneurs, but some variation on the scene. And Antonio said it. Said it. Said it best. You're not an entrepreneur. You're just self-employed. And I can, man, look, I had a whole 
landscaping company. Antonio probably for the laugh. Had a whole landscaping company. Thinking I'm an entrepreneur doing landscaping. I'm just a self-employed person hustling to make a buck. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Stay right there. You can go out there and get rid of that It's about to uh, be on you. That, that time is winding down. Uh, but, but one day, I was listening to a guy who, who was speaking, and he said, he was explaining a book in a class that he was teaching. And this time I caught it. The first two times when he was teaching this class, explaining his book, I, I didn't really catch it. I heard it, but I didn't receive it. But this time I caught it. And he said, you got to, you got to, well, he told me one day, he said, man, you got a plan B. He said, as long as you got a plan B, you'll never be successful. He said, as long as you can fall back on what you're used to, you'll never work hard enough to get what you deserve. And y'all, I can, I, can, I can testify today that my lawnmower probably been sitting in my trunk for a long, long time. And the only time I pulled it out was Friday to come cut the church grass. I've had folks call me. I can't do it. Had folks, hey, look, man, I got a check. Look, I, I can't do it. And y'all listen, watch this. And I'm sitting at home without a dime in my pocket. And I got habits that I support every day. Not a day go by. And I'm sitting without a dime in my pocket. Knowing that all I got to do is pull out this lawnmower and grab this weed eater, I can make something happen. Guess what I did? I did nothing. But waited for it was time for me to make something happen to what I desire to do. I, I, I don't pull out the lawnmower. It's just in my trunk. It's in my trunk so nobody else can put nothing in there. <laughs> I do Jerome go like that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, all in all of that, you got to kill your plan B. Because as long as you got a plan B, you'll never put forth enough energy to achieve your goals as the entrepreneur you're striving to be, as the entrepreneur you're working towards being. You, you got to kill your plan B. As is quoted in the book, you got to burn the ships. You have to burn the ships. You have to have a burning desire to either, I'm going to die for this or I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say one more thing and then it's on Antonio. In, in the sacred text, in, in the message version of the sacred text, in the book of Timothy, he says, if God don't come through, I'm dead. Which means that if this don't happen, this is all I got. And if this don't happen, I'm done for. And we got to have that mentality about our business. If my business don't succeed, I'm doomed. I'm, I'm, I'm good as dead. I, I have no skills to go even fill out an application anymore. I, I, I can't do it. So you got to have that mentality of if, if this don't happen, 
I'm done for. Go on, holler, Mr. Antonio. Go ahead. It's on you. <laughs> I want to do two things for the rest of the class. I'll let y'all vote. I can either tell you what you need to hear first or what you really need to hear second. Which one you want? They really need to hear first. I want it all. You want it all. I want it all. all right. The really need to hear first is this. We're learning it around. Okay, Daryl says need to hear. Since Daryl is my chief sales officer, he don't even know it yet. He's chief what? sales. Yeah, he don't even know it. He don't even know. It. Well, he know it, but I came up with a type. Chief sales officer. Yeah, yeah. Chief sales officer. <laughs> chief sales officer. We're gonna roll with Daryl right now. I'm having a nice time. Okay. Talk to me afterwards, Felicia. I got your message. Here's what you need to hear. We'll start with the need to hear then. Since the CSO said something. There is a, is Brian still there? What you need it. to hear Come on, is there was this great, devout man who was having some issues. He was an entrepreneur before the term was coined many centuries ago. He said, though the fig does not bud, Ooh, and there are no grapes on. on the vine. Come on, man. <laughs> though the olive crops fall, and the fields produce no food, there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stars. Yet I will rejoice. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> and I will be joyful. I'll, I'll leave out the rest of it. Yet I will rejoice and be grateful. Okay? I'm going to do it again. This is what you need to hear, ladies and gentlemen. This man was an entrepreneur before there was entrepreneurship, as we know it. Times were rough. There was a famine in the land, and the king had not yet provided. Not the king or his king. He says, and I'll, I'll Englishize this now. Let me, let me, let me use a lower vernacular so we can get everyone to understand. Though the cherry trees don't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen. Though the apples are worm-eaten and the wheat fields are stunted, though the sheep pens are sheepless and the cattle barns are empty, I'm singing joyful praise and turning cartwheels of joy. Oof. All right. That's what you need to hear. Can I, can I entrepreneur size that now? Though the sales ain't coming the way I want them to. And the video likes ain't flowing in. Though my post engagements are low and my bank account is anemic, yet I will be happy 
and attract the abundance that made me start this business in the first place. Who did that just help? If it did, let me hear from you. That's the, yes, that helped me. That is right on time, Reverend. Uh, my business partner sent me a message yesterday and said, uh, it's time to stop sitting on what you do, what you're supposed to be doing and get done. And come on. <laughs> you got people out there promoting you. Miss Pamela Norris, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Miss Pamela Norris. <laughs> and, and you ain't you ain't gonna look stupid, but you got to move in order to not look stupid. I got it. And though things are not looking the way I wanted to, you gotta continue to remain happy and go out there and get it done anyway. I got I heard you, brother. Appreciate you. Who else? We got got Deanna first, and then somebody next. So it's a combination of things. What you just said, what you said this time, and what you said before. Entrepreneurs have to be able to go through the pain, and that's something that I've been going against. But I also have to, I have to take, I have to follow my own advice and just move forward and be happy with everything because of the fact. There are people who wake up every day who go to a job that literally makes them sick. I wake up and I wake up every day to do the thing that I love to do. So, and there's something else you told us: your desire to win must be greater than your obstacles ahead. No, that's something you said to us. You need to break that out. Okay, the reason you said that was because of the fact that I have not made the decision to be in pain for what I desire. So because of that, I have not been moving forward in some of the things that I've been doing. And so you said your desire to win must be greater than your obstacles ahead. You have to desire your company more than you desire to avoid the pain, more than you desire to avoid the hills, the mountains. You have to desire to win more than you desire your comfort. That's how I took that. And then, so what you just said is don't focus on the obstacles. Don't focus on the pain. Don't focus on that. Be happy. Be happy where you are. Be happy that you're actually living your dreams. Be happy that you don't have to be happy that you decided to live your dreams instead of the dreams of others. Because living the dreams of others make you miserable. Living the dreams of others make you sick. So that's what I took from what you said. It's a fantastic thing to take. <clears throat> Let me hear from somebody else. Come on, I said you said what you need to hear. I just want that was Mr. Go ahead. I just want to add to what Deanna said. Deanna, I'm speaking to you directly. Yeah. I want you to please listen to what you said to yourself. Because every day when I when I wake up, your words keep moving forward, comes to me. That's why I keep pushing for it. Small business owners wear a lot of hats, and while some hats are great, others like the filing taxes and running payroll hat, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Oh, and you get direct access to certified HR experts too. As a bonus, 
Listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. This is one hat you're going to be glad you gave up. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash B2B. That's gusto.com slash B2B. That's good. There you go. There you go. So you're going to change the life. Change the life. F-O-D, by Shani. Okay, so this call has made me realize that um, I, I think entrepreneurship is a calling then, you know, like it's not just this decision that one makes saying that this is what, like it's almost like a lifestyle, something that comes from within you to be able to sustain you through these moments here um, when you don't see it happening, especially like everything I know about business and how you are attracting it. I'm like, this has nothing to do with making a decision. You've got to be called for this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you had everybody over here praising. Wait a minute. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Oh, that was mm. so powerful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, I'm telling you, you got to be called for this pain. It so feels that way, don't it? How many of you, in fact, I'm going to call on somebody and then we'll keep the rotation going. Pamela Norris has built a big company. And now, let me, let me, hold on, give me a second. Donna, I'm calling out names that fit what I'm about to make Pamela say. This is, this is different problems, okay? Donna, Phil, Susan, Daryl, that's it. That's it, okay? These are different kind of problems, okay? Built the staff, got the funding, did the whole first round, all that stuff. Got it, experienced the success. Boom, and made the paper, papers, publications, changed the world. If she's to die now, but she won't. She'd go down in history as the first African-American to have done such and such and such and such. Yet now the goal is to go higher, and the universe has forced her to have to do so. Pamela, would you explain that pain to have done it, but now everything I've done don't matter, because what got me here won't get me there? Yeah, um, <laughs> you need, I need you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's why it, a lot of prayer went into what you were talking about. You've got to have a team. You've got to have business systems. You've, you've got to have what it takes to go global. Um, and you can't do it all. Uh, I don't have the skills to do it all. Uh, the need is, is for our product. Um, but you just um it's it's frustrating you know you you just keep working at it you grind you grind and and what you were saying before um antonio is that yeah during this part where you just feel like you're being suppressed you you just can't move forward you're you're trying every which way it's frustrating but it's also going to set up so that you're going to feel more grateful <laughs> once it breaks through 
the breakthrough, yeah. be happy and grateful, um, it's going to be major. It, yeah. No, no facts. Nope. The Dallas Cowboys. Y'all ever heard of them? Even if you don't watch sports, you've heard of the Dallas Cowboys. It's, it's Manchester United, New York Yankees, Los Angeles Lakers. But some teams, you have no choice. They are, you know, the world's franchise. Some of us entrepreneurs are like the Dallas Cowboys. Has that, has that success. But it's been a long time since you got back to where you've been. And this is how it works. This, this is painful. It's painful to know what you're capable of. And the world has shifted on you. You can't get back. Ooh. 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 <laughs> it, it, it's painful. It's, this is a sales session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, look. This is painful. Painful to know you as a Dallas Cowboys won five Super Bowls in the 90s. Boom. It's going down. And now all of a sudden, the world changed. So that was smash and smash football, play action, one, two, three, pass. Don't work like that no more. League changed on them. Everybody's a Michael Irvin now. Everybody. Everybody. Emmett Smith wouldn't even Emmett Smith wouldn't even be a he would just be a third down back in today's NFL. He wouldn't even he just wouldn't. He just wouldn't. And now here it is. What got you here won't get you there. And you know how good you are, but it just ain't working for you in this environment, this system, this age. And these millennials, I just don't understand what they, how they buy. And all that stuff. That's a painful place to be. It's painful to know that you are a winner that ain't won in a long time. But you know, doggone well, you're a winner. You feel like it. You know you are. You've done it before. And you know the only thing keeping you moving forward is that taste of victory again. Because you know you ain't crazy. So you get all alone and you ask yourself, am I crazy? (laughs) I said that because I wanted to go back up. That's your question every day. I wanted to go back up in the statement. In the statement, it says many entrepreneurs understand their idea, but not the market that will accept or reject the idea, nor do they understand how accidental, uncontrollable, and unscheduled innovation actually works or who their real competitors are. Often, entrepreneurs have too little domain depth. I'm going to explain that. They literally do not know what they're talking about. They just talk a good game. There is so much here. I will not be able to unpack it. and We will move on next week. But I'm going to at least open up the box. 
you gonna have to dump it up, dump it out, and let some stuff fall out. If you just because you understand what you want to do in your idea doesn't mean it's gonna work today. If you remember, you gotta be old enough for this. M.O.D., James Earl Jackson, y'all ain't gonna remember this here. Used to be something called the Palm Pilot. Y'all remember that? It was great technology, way too ahead of its time. Today we use it. It's called an iPad, right? <laughs> we use it today. <laughs> but and I, M.O.D. and Deja, you, Kalishi, I can't fathom a world in which people were upset with a touchscreen. I'm telling you, in the 90s, we were offended that we had to use this touch screen. <laughs> Tiffany said I wanted one. <laughs> she been a millennial her whole life, right? We were offended. I'm not going to break my screen and, I'm, you know, all this stuff. Now, breaking your screen is Tuesday morning, right? It's just it's, it's what it is. Not a problem. It was great idea. It was too ahead of its time. Some of y'all have fantastic ideas. You're ahead of your time. I guarantee you, 10 years from now, all of y'all, actually 10 years from now, half of you will have virtual reality devices. You will. 20 years from now, it's going to be standard like the smartphone. Virtual reality is the next big thing. It is but it's ahead of its time right now. You know, there's one way to prove it. By show of hands or voices, how many of you know someone down the street, around the corner, that has some sort of virtual reality product I put my hand down? Jerome knows one. Nobody else but Jerome. How many of you know somebody with a smartphone? This is how you know when you understand your ideas that's ahead of this time. Some of you ask yourself, are you or your idea or your message ahead of the time? It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you need to stop trying to be global and be more niche, more niche. There are companies, there are billion dollar virtual reality companies right now, but they're only dealing with people who want virtual reality. I just said a whole lot, y'all. Some of your coaching programs or your coaching or your your product, it's fantastic. You just won't come to grips that the world is not ready for your genius. Go find the small pocket of people who are ready for your genius and go make a lot of money. Did I just help somebody? Yeah. Actually, and that's what yeah. I'm doing. I'm focusing on yeah. a niche, on a niche, because that's where I want to be. And actually, Apple's realized that with their computers. They just wanted to be a little niche. It was only until they came out with their iPhones that they went global. But on the computers, right. they're completely a niche. That's right. You're right. It was gamers, designers, and production people and and, and the, yeah and the whole color of and you want you need that design and stuff the people who want that 
if you if you said stuff like, I just want to email and get on the internet, you was a PC. <laughs> you PC person. <laughs> yeah. John's absolutely right. Pam Pamela Norris, let me hear from you because when I say who did I just help, your head nod had a lot of energy behind it. Absolutely, because my product has 26 markets, can't go after all of them. I mean, believe me, when this call is over, I'm calling my business partner and I'm going to go, which one are we going for? Where, where can go. we go for one? And we just go for broke with there. It's, it's we're going to have to be more targeted. Um, That's right. Be, because we keep being told we're ahead of our time. We, we've been told Yes, it's needed, but then yet no, nobody's buying. So, but there is a niche that will buy there right now. So we're just going to have to start small and then build up from there. And that's actually the perfect business practice. It's how I run all my businesses. There's actually a phrase been, that's coined for it. It's called, was, it was invented by Clayton Christensen Clayton in his book, Inner, Clayton Christensen. In his book, Innovator's Dilemma, it's called Disruptive Companies. The model you just explained is a disruptive company. Get ready, Jerome. I'm coming to you. Because you had a lot of energy when I said, who else am I helping? You had a lot of energy. Disruptive company is what it's called. A disruptive company is a new technology, always a new technology, always. Every single thing that I am doing is a new technology. The ATS, everything in ATS is new technology. You've never seen this done before. Zoom is not new. Video conference is not new. But to have real live, updated, top of the line, fresh out business sales and marketing trainings for the, what they call the average person to then surpass the middle class and go all the way to the wealthy class, that's new technology. What I'm supposed to do is back in April, I was supposed to give it to y'all for a month and then go, all right, Phil, if you like more, for $99.99. Join our bronze status. And, right? That's what I was supposed to do. This is new technology. New technology. Ice Bunny, new technology. Netflix, new technology. It's new technology that disrupts the established status quo in big companies. Pam, you disrupting hospitals. You're a new technology disrupting hospitals. I'm disrupting the entire speaker industry in this business. And with another one, I'm disrupting colleges and universities. Like the this, this speaker industry was not ready for me. And I don't need them to be ready for me. They just owe me money. And they owe my friends money. It's like, no, my friends, 
Jerome, Grace, Pam, Michelle, Deanna, Donna Ray, John Lewinsky, Jerome, Phil, Talisha, Susan, Daryl, JP, Evo D, Tempest, James, and whoever this A32 number is. They owe y'all money. You know what I'm saying? They don't need no becoming. They just need to know they owe us money. Jerome, how did I help you? Uh, I, I, I hope this blesses somebody. Um, folks, um, I'm, I'm over 60, and I met Antonio T. Smith less than a year ago. And he and his organization has completely turned my life upside down. Then he messes around and gives me a book and asks me to do a podcast. I had no clue what was in that book until I read it. Something in that book has put me in a position right now where I'm scared, but I'm a good scared. And I, and I, yeah. hope, and I hope this helps somebody. About two weeks ago, I sent him and Tempest an email about what was going on in my life. And instead of complaining, I kept telling him, here's what's going on, here's what's going on, here's what's going on, here's what's, because he told me, you're your brand, Jerome, okay? And I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, the, what do I do next? And, and they both like, okay, Jerome, no problem. But in the book, folks, here's what, here's what got me, and I hope you get to it. In the book, it talks about vibrating at a frequency that brings into existence that which you desire. And then when that happens, here's the part, here's the part that got me. Here's the part why it's took me all these years to get to where I'm at right now. And Tono talks about the, the law of opposites. When you get to the point where it appears, the opposite also appears not to destroy you, not to, 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 to distract you, but to make you appreciate the value of what's existed. And he says that too many times, instead of us valuing it and moving through it, we fight with it, we argue, and we quit. Well, guess what? I'm not quitting now. I'm not fighting against it. I'm appreciating all that is coming to pass and is blowing me away. Folks, that's why I'm appreciating what's going on right now. Because every time I turn around, something special happens. Every time I turn around with this organization, something's in my lap. And I'm sitting there going, huh, huh, huh. But you know what? It's all good. And, 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 and you're right. I need to work harder, harder. But I thank Antonio for that book. If you haven't finished reading it, read it, folks. It will mess you up. That's all I got to say, Antonio. <laughs> Oh. So happy and grateful. Who did, <laughs> who did Jerome just help? Because he said enough to teach a whole other class. Let me hear from one bird, one somebody that uh, tell me how Jerome just helped you. I, I saw your hand. I want to hear now audibly from somebody. When he said you vibrate at the thing you desire. I hear that all the time because I'm around you all the time. <laughs> Guess it's third party validation. Yeah. And it, I always think about when, when, when I hear that, I always think about 
when we were in Florida in April and how ATS Business University got started. The team, the entire team was vibrating all at the frequency of we're going to make this thing happen. And it did. Um, that, that day, that day in April in Florida, that would, that would always stick, stay in my memory. And it, it, always, it also goes back to, I, I tell the story of it once in a while, but when I was teaching, when the iPad first came out, I wanted one. I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get this iPad. I don't have money, but I want one. And it's a, a university in Texas, Rice University. They always, every summer, have a math uh, camp for teachers. And I heard about it, and I knew that they always give good manipulatives to help your students with math. And my, one of my coworkers, she's a math teacher, she said, hey, are you going to the, the Rice Math Camp thing? I was like, yeah, I heard they give good manipulatives. But before that, every time I saw a commercial about Apple iPad, my face lit up and I said, I'm gonna get one. I don't know how I'm gonna get one, but I'm gonna get one. And when she asked me, was I going? Yeah, I'm going. They, they give a lot of good manipulatives out here. She said, oh yeah, and this year, they're giving, us, they're giving away an a Apple iPad. I said, wait, <laughs> okay. And so, I didn't know at the time, but I was vibrating at the frequency of getting this iPad. And it just makes sense. It's just as simple as that. When you, there's something you desire, you vibrate at that frequency and it appears. So that did help me. Thanks, Jerome. So happy and grateful. Good. I sure appreciate you. Sure appreciate you. Now, let me tell you what you really need to hear. Actually, put three reallys on it, which you really, really, really need to hear. And my team is finding this out for the first time ever. They're finding this out. They, they're getting it. I've stretched us to a, a goal that's insane. I've declared I'm going to sell a million copies of So Happy and Grateful. And, and let me tell you, I'm, I'm looking down the rate there now because I know she understands, but I want to remind her of how tenacious she is. And I just believe I am. And ain't nobody going to tell me I'm not going to sell a million copies. And I don't give a curse word what anybody thinks. I'm telling you right now, I will not settle, Donald. I will not make excuses. Every day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to sell this million copies until it freaking happens. Because I am Donna Ray and I ain't taking no BS. I just got to remind my friend, you know, how she's, I got to remind my friend, you know. That's what she did to Catholic, like, get that. I ain't going nowhere. God dog it. All right. <laughs> but seriously, though, seriously. I just honestly believe I, I knew it before the book was finished. I said to myself, I actually told Tempest first, wow, I'm going to sell a million copies of this book. And it's insane. And I have them. And then, and then to do it, the first thing I did was to give the profits to them. Like, you got, you got to pay attention, okay? I said what you really, really, really need to hear. The before. I sold a single copy. I gave the proceeds to the copies 
to the team because you can't get a million copies without first giving away a million copies. I'm telling you right now, that's the first thing I did. Every proceed of this book goes to Tempest, Deanna, Bryant, Michelle, Shannon, and Grace. Everyone. I'm not joking. That's not a publicity stunt. I'm telling you right now, those are facts. See number one. And now we out here selling a million copies. I almost said trying. Slap myself on the wrist. Selling a million copies. It's hard, ain't it? Nah, come on. Come on. Come on. We doing well, too. Dude. It's hard. It's hard, though, ain't it? Come on, no, 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 don't fool me now. It, it ain't, you know, folks be like, I'm gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can add some other There it is. I'm gonna buy it, Jerome. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna buy it. All right, you ready right now? Now nah, I'm gonna get it later. When it's later? Well, I'm gonna get it later. Yeah, okay, you've been vague now. It's rough. Hey, can you review it? I'm gonna review it. I ain't reviewed it, you know. They don't even realize that they they asking for reviews because the social proof, which would make it easier to sell the book. That's why they ask for reviews. They're not asking to inconvenience you. They're asking because it's easier to sell. Social proof. People want to do what makes them look cool, or they don't want to look stupid doing something. That's why they're doing it. This is what you really, really need to know. And I told the team, I got off the plane and I got on them. I did. Got off the plane. Instead of saying, hey, I'm back, I went, hey, got effing up. Some of them got mad at me. No, I'm not. Look what, look what I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, you are. And then I taught them something I'm going to now teach you. It takes a certain amount of energy to achieve the goal. Lean in. And if you did not achieve it, no matter how honorable your efforts are, no matter how hard you work, the universe just told you that was cute. And go back and revise your plan because that is not what it takes to get this burning desire. I'll say it again. No matter how hard you work today, Pamela Norris, no matter how much you work today, JP, if you did not achieve what you're trying to achieve, you didn't do well enough for the burning desire. You did well enough for the day. You did well enough for your seventh place trophy. You did well enough for all that stuff. But the universe is telling you up front Good job, but it's not enough to call forth what you're asking for. Go back and revise your plan. It didn't say you, I'm helping somebody. I feel, ooh, I feel it. I did not say you failed. And I didn't say you didn't work hard. And here's the problem. Some of you are so dedicated to proving that you're not lazy 
or you're not what you used to be, that's your goal. As long as I did it, I can sleep well at night and say, I did it though. But the universe is saying, you did it, but go back because whatever hard work you did today is not enough for me to call forth the invisible thing you asked and make it visible in your life. Some motivational speaker on stage is going to tell you, but it's on the way. He or she will not be incorrect, but it's incomplete. Yes, it's on the way, but the universe is telling you, good job. While I'm on my way, I'm not moving faster until you increase your energy output. But that doesn't mean working hard. It can, but it can also be like using a lever. You can either pick up the big rock or you can use a lever to make it easier for the rock to counter the rock's weight. Lever, pivot, you, we do, okay, I can't, that's like first grade science. No, I did science project. All right, you did science project on that. Okay, I'm gonna say, I can't, I can't, at least gotta make that assumption, simple machine is what it's called. Revise, good job, revise the plan. If, let me, let me talk to me. And Buster Bryant, you're just hearing what I'm saying. This is what you really, really, really need to hear. I told Tempest, I mean, Tempest had a deep conversation. I don't switch to computer audio. Me and Tempest had a deep conversation yesterday. Very deep. Hold on real quick. Because I don't want this to cut in and out. I mean, we had a deep, deep conversation about how important it was for us to increase our energy. And she, and she was like, well, how? I was like, I don't know. Well, she said, I would like a player. I was like, well, I'll come up with one. <laughs> you know did, that's all I did. Yeah, that's why. I'm... There we go. I should be back on my phone audio now. You got me? All right. Yeah, I was logging in while I was talking. This is what me and Tips were talking about. You have to increase your energy output. Now, that's either revising your plan and, and pushing forth more energy with less effort. Or maybe your effort is minuscule, average, disrespectful to your burning desire. Only you know that. For me, it's not my effort. For me, I haven't been smart enough and gracious enough. I haven't made enough people rich enough to sell a million copies. And when you sell a million copies, you're making the bookstores rich, the bloggers rich. That money is creating traffic for other people. And the universe is telling me, I haven't blessed enough people 
I haven't created enough attention. Bloggers can't use this right now the way they would like to. So you need, Antonio, to go back and make sure it ain't just Tiana, Grace, Tempest, Michelle, Shannon, who am I missing? And Bryant that's benefiting. That's six. We were thinking something like six million. Go back and revise your plan. That's why we didn't give you a million copies today. And I don't have to, I could do a million copies today. The universe does not care the frequency of how this million dollars works. I mean, this million copies work. To do it in a day, Oprah can have me in a garden, and then it's over. It's a wrap. Done. Ellen can have me on the couch. It's over. It's done. The book can get in the right hand. Done. The book can become a movie. It's done. The universe knows the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way for me to get to a million copies. But every day it don't happen. I must graciously accept with a smile. Good job. But you didn't do what was required. Go back and revise your plan. I got to keep pushing it. Because some of y'all rejecting so much that you just can't fathom what I'm telling you. Hear me again. Every day that I don't sell a million copies, it's not every day I've failed. It's every day the universe says, revise your plan. Now, this is what I was telling Tempest yesterday and what I would tell all of you today. Tempest asked a brilliant question, and we came up with a brilliant plan. If y'all saw the 10-minute extended trailer, that was out of me and Tempest's conversation. The So Happy and Grateful movie comes out February 28th. Tempest and I were like, how about we just show people instead of just dropping it on them? Boom. Came out of that. The universe says, good job. But since we didn't give you a million copies, do better. Revise your plan. I'm going to slow down because I want FOD to hear me in Canada. Here's what you're not allowed to do. What you're not allowed to do is do less effort than I did yesterday or equal effort than I did yesterday. That would never bring forth your plan. I'll say it again, slower this time. I did a great job yesterday. Fantastic job. I spent four to five hours editing videos yesterday. For real, I did. I'm not lying. Four to five hours editing. Special effects, all sorts of stuff. And the universe said that was cute. That was a cute little four to five hours. Now go back and revise your plan. And what I'm not allowed to do is give less effort 
than a four to five hours of constant focus without break, without food, without drink, and just going in. I spent so much time editing videos, I had to send I had to send Deanna to the store for me. Was, yeah, I think I did. Deanna to the store for me to go get some wine just so I could sit there and drink and then do it because I was getting bored. I'm not lying. I'm not. I didn't even leave. I didn't. I didn't even leave. I'm dead serious. Didn't do anything else. The universe says, Good job. That was cute. Should I give you a million copies? Because there's something else that needs to be in your plan. But I gave away the whole book. Good job. That's part of it. Now go back and revise your plan. But I went to India. <laughs> yeah. India to you, to me, it's just me. That's cute. Go back. Revise your plan. Yeah, but I did the video. Yeah. Yeah, James. That's real cute. You did good. Now go back. Revise your plan. Maybe I'm supposed to kick up enough dust to where I'm no longer doing my videos. I create an economy for the next person to come in that does the videos. Now I got my own D-Rock, if you know who Gary V is. Maybe selling a million copies is supposed to create a million jobs. How many jobs have you created, Antonio? Well, a few. That's cute. Go do more. And if you can't process this information, you're not going to get your brain desire. Because you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it if you can't handle when the universe says, no, not yet. And the no, not yet simply says, that was cute, PJ. Now go revise your plan. But I did a live video today. I never do them. Yeah. Go do it again. This time, write your script down. This time, add some graphics. I don't know how to do graphics. Learn. This time, promote it. But I promote the book all day. This time, go in someone's inbox. Pick up the phone. Buy a newspaper. Put it in a newspaper. Don't. Donate a homeless shelter. Do whatever you got to do. Because once again, it's working for you. You didn't fail. Your plan is just under the desire. Is convicting anyone? So I'm breaking up. Stupid, stupid. Convicted. Oh, I'm Donna back in again. Convicted means uh, you got that. 
you yeah you got that oh man i need to do better oh not nowhere All right, this how I know that y'all supposed to hear this. That's the second time my phone and kicked me out. I know you're supposed to hear. Everybody, let me hear from you. Um, so are you saying, because I'm having kind of a hard time receiving this, um, but are, are you saying that we are basically co-creators um, with the universe and until we do what we need to do for the universe to do what the universe needs to do, we're not going to get our burning desire because everything is one and there's no way for us to have our burning desire without giving back or something like that. You said it better than I said it. I'm not sure what you're struggling with. You, you said it well. Yeah, you are a co-creator. As a matter of fact, let me, as you read the book, let me help you. You need to find your way to page 273 and following. And that will help you out with the answer to your question. Okay. 273, and I, yeah. Now, if you want to go back and, you know, or skip ahead, you're more than welcome. But it, 273 and following is where you need to be at. You are a co-creator with this universe because you are the universe. Yeah, you are the universe. You 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 are. You Phil just said it way earlier in chat. We are all one. If you're having a hard time accepting it, but you're still listening, that's not necessarily rejection. It means this is new information. And your auto suggestion has told you a way to respond to new information. That's all. Don't be hard on yourself. Your auto-suggestion responds a certain way when something new enters into your mind. You may just simply be having a knee-jerk reaction to what you trained your auto-suggestion to do. I will tell you this. As we end, you don't have to listen to it. I'll say it for me and my team. Actually, I'll just say it for me. I woke up this morning grateful. I didn't sell a million copies. It is my duty, my moral obligation to be wildly successful and prosperous. It's my duty, my moral obligation, my responsibility to be a citizen of this country to be wildly successful and prosperous. I woke up, and in this category, I did not be wildly successful and prosperous, just successful and just prosperous. And I was told directly by the universe, good job. 
Now go do more. That's cute. Go do more. Now you have to decide, is it more effort? For me, it's not. I know it's not more effort. Nobody outworks me. Now, is it more effort physically through me? No. It's more effort. Somehow I have to figure out a way to increase my distribution system. While making others, whatever that may be, people I don't know. You can't set, when you think about a million copies, to Harry Potter is one of the books that sold a million copies. Look, let me, very lots of struggle. Our religion teaches us, you so right, boy, God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> let me wrap it up this way for, for Ebody and anyone who hasn't processed it. There are a few books that sold a million copies. It's, it's a few. It's less than 1% of all books that have ever been written. There are a few of them. I'll use Harry Potter, Think and Grow Rich. These are two books you know. There's a few. There's quite a few. But it's still less than 1% of all books. John Maxwell, I believe, has one as well. How many people have John Maxwell made money? How many people did the book Harry Potter make money? Now think about it. They were costume designers. Not see, see, see. Costume designers, videographers, set creators, directors. The person who printed the book. The person who cut the tree to make the paper. The the graphic designer. Someone, the actors, actresses. Someone read the book out loud and got paid. There was a production company, toy companies. There was people who made money for shooting the commercials. There were radio stations. There were bloggers. When you have a goal of setting a selling a million companies, excuse me, company com, copies, companies across the world make money. And the universe has said, Antonio, did you do that? And I say, no, sir. No, ma'am. Universe said, that's cute. I go back, figure out a way. I'm so happy and grateful. Makes so many different people and companies so happy and grateful that your book exists. Not just, oh my God, it was good. How does this book exist in their reality in which it pays them in every area of their life? Did you figure that out yet, Antonio? I sure have it. Go back, revise your plan. Until you do that, until your book, your method, your motives has the heart, has the seed of what millions of copies of books do, until you match what Harry Potter did, until you match what Thinking Grow Rich did. Not in method, but in manner. Think and Grow Rich has given keynotes to millions of speakers. Antonio, has your book given keynotes to millions of speakers? No. Go back. Revise your plan. John, let me hear from you. You got the last word. I just wanted to chime in and say, that's what I've been having. I have a daily conversation 
with the universe, God, whatever you want to call, saying, okay, this is what we did yesterday. What did I learn from it? And build on it. And it is starting to show rewards. I think initially I was going, well, I'm not getting what, but I wasn't listening. And now having the conversation every morning going, okay, where do we go from here? We did this yesterday. What do we, what do we need to work on today? What are we going to work on tomorrow? And it's slowly starting to pay rewards. And it just goes back to just, I think too many of us, when the universe says, no, you can't have this, we go, okay, whatever. And I think we just need to go, okay, fine. It's ours because we're all one. What did I miss? And listen for that. And it'll propel you forward. There you go. I completely agree. I completely agree. If you didn't catch anything I said, to sell a million copies, it fed construction workers. It fed the people cleaning up behind the construction workers. The people that had to eat, it fed restaurants. That million copies. It fed the government in taxes, in the bookstores, in the online bookstores. And the universe is telling Antonio T. Smith Jr., until you make that possible, that's cute. Revise your plan. Stop only trying to make people read it, rate it, whatever. That's part of it. Now, figure out a way to have this book increase the entire world, not just through the words on the pages but the tangible income and whatever else comes from that. And when you do that, sir, only then, then we'll give you a million copies. And we'll even do it in a day if you want us to. But no Oprah to then, because you're not doing nothing wrong and you're not selfish. You just didn't think about this until I gave you the opposite which was not a million copies. It was the opposite that made you say, maybe I should bless more people, not just the people I want to bless. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you all. We will see you promptly tonight for Grace and Let's Talk Tuesday. It's a doozy for mental somethings. Four mental enemies. Appreciate all of you from Canada all the way to Hawaii. Love you and have a good day. So happy and grateful. Written by Antonio T. Smith Jr. is life changing. We are an unhappy people and we make unhappy decisions. But he teaches us that if we take on the responsibility of our happiness, if we look at happiness and gratitude, as our duty, as our responsibility, as our birthright, we can't help but to have a prosperous life. Go by So Happy and Grateful by Antonio Tisman Jr. E.